Now, Robert uh, Wilson Marshall Thurber is a so far a comedic director. He's, he's had some up and down movies. Dodgeball, I, I seem to remember, was quite funny. I'm pretty sure it was. Where the Millers had some brilliant comedy in it, but it was a flat film overall. Uh, had a great cast. Uh, it was a borderline. It was very funny at times. Central Intelligence. Um, that was a pretty dire film. And it featured The Rock. Uh, he was very good in it compared to his supposedly brilliant stand-up comedian uh, co-star who was rubbish. Was it Kevin? I can't remember. never remember the guy's name. He's so bland. Well, he's back with Skyscraper, uh, back with uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. And um, this time it's a, it's a straightforward action film, very, very much a collision between, as has been noted by everyone, Die Hard, which is writ large, and The Towering Inferno. And it's all set in this uh, world's highest skyscraper in Hong Kong, actually all filmed in uh, Vancouver in British Columbia. Um, but this... Uh, uh, wealthy Chinese industrialist builds the world's biggest skyscraper. Uh, Dwayne Johnson starts the film as I'll call him the Rock from now, um, as a you know guy that runs into the room and with the SWAT team to take down people that have got hostages and the like. And it's a pretty good opening. It's a pretty good sequence because he he goes into the room and the kids hold uh, the uh, the guy is holding a kid and. He convinces the guy to put the kid down and he's not armed and so on and all the team's there and he tells them all to lower their guns and then he, the guy sets off a massive bomb and blows all of them to kingdom come, uh, causing uh, the rock to lose his lower leg and basically go into the private sector world of um, trying to start his own security business, checking out the security on big ticket items and so on. So he ends up being drafted in by one of his old mates uh, to do security sign-offs on this new skyscraper, which is semi-open, but not 100%. The uh, top half of the building is all residential and hasn't been signed off on yet at all, whereas the more business-oriented bottom half of the building has. Um, and it becomes apparent that the finishing of the... Do you know what? I got to the end of the film, and I was kind of like, oh, you didn't actually understand what happened. <laughs> I do, it's, 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 it's a little bit more convoluted and complicated uh, than, than it sort of needed to be, I guess. Well, basically they had trouble building the building without paying off all manner of people. And and the guy that's building it, who's played by uh, Chin Han, um, his character has recorded all of the bribes that he's been paying to these people uh, who've been threatening to shut down production on the, on the skyscraper and that. So he can sort of double blackmail them back if they try and come at him again. Um, and they've this semi-terrorist organisation, but really just gangsters, have decided that the most important thing in the universe is getting all of this information back so that they're not implicated in this huge multi-billion dollar fraud. Um, so they basically it ends up being a, a semi-diehard sort of setup with uh, The Rock's wife and children staying in the building, in the residential part of the building, which is the highest part, uh, and where no one else is yet staying. They're like the first people to actually try it out. Um, and The Rock signs off on everything, but it becomes apparent to him that some of the people that he's working for and with are not the full ticket, and they might be involved in a little bit of criminality, including one of his old friends who's, um, where is he? 
I can't remember which. I think it's Noah Taylor, the Aussie actor. Um, I think he's uh, one. Of, anyway, one of them is basically orchestrating, getting the rock to pass the building, and um, also is is semi trying to keep the rock's family out of harm's way. But he's kind of instigating the whole process of of raiding and, and getting access to this billionaire Chinese man that's uh, built the building. He's in the like highest echelons of the tower, and they want to get to him, but the security is so vast that it's virtually impossible so he's using his old work friend from the from the SWAT team days to try and sort of get access to this elusive character that's squirreled away and from then on I'm sure you can follow what would happen basically you know the Rock's family are put under threat and um, the building of course is going to catch on fire they actually try and light it on fire I think their actions go a little bit further than they need they actually set fire to the whole building which is massive it's like 3,000 feet tall 1,100 meters or something um, and they set off this enormous I yeah I'll, I'll go along just saying what I thought of the movie what did I think about it well I one thing I really loved is I love the skyscraper and I think that's important in movies like this with a homogenized in, environment and there have been quite a few skyscraper movies recently there was the uh, the raid the excellent Indonesian film uh, and straight on top of that was the um, a very similar version of that story, but the Judge Dredd film, Dredd, which is really underrated, and now they're making it as a TV show. I wish they'd just done a sequel. It was a great film, pretty challenging. Uh, and they both had these thematically sealed environments inside skyscrapers. And this one's really impressive. Like, the whole middle of it is like a garden, going for, like, 50 stories of pure greenery and gardens and everything else. And the look of it is pretty dazzling as well. Um, I really, the family are quite good. The kids aren't too annoying, which is good because they are quite young and that can always be a problem. But I really like the return of Neve Campbell. Um, Neve Campbell was in Party of Five and <laughs> a little bit simpering. But every time I try and think about it, I think, well, actually, I did kind of enjoy Party of Five. I keep thinking it was Dawson's Creek, which was cringeably awful. And that really was simpering, but Neve wasn't the greatest, and she was set up to be the next big thing, and um, to come out of Party of Five and be this big movie star, and she did a couple of films that were really quite successful. Her Scream definitely was a big hit, and um, my favourite was Wild Things, a flawed film, a deeply flawed film, but one of the best, greasiest and grimiest southern pot boilers uh, that's been made, with a great cast, uh, Matt Dillon, Kevin Bacon, it was a really, really good film in in its own way um and since then she's just sort of disappeared she come back i think she looks great now and i thought she was pretty solid in this as well she's got a bit more um a bit less annoyance factor this time around um who's the really good guy from there's a guy in here in this film who hasn't got a chinese name at all uh where is he i want to find him because i've seen him in a couple of movies i'm just looking through I can't find his name, but he was in The Big Short, and he played a really awful man in The Big Short, um, who was uh, the guy that um, Steve Carroll's character sat down and had explained how awful the investment practices that they had of him were. He's pretty good as well, and Chin Han's good as the entrepreneur, and it's it's good that he's not just a villain. He's um, he's He's sort of bridges both worlds between criminal activity and actually not having much choice and and also being um 
against what's going on as well. Um, I thought the action was really splendid in this. Some of the set pieces are very, very good. Uh, a lot of the cinematography is wonderful as well. The, the whole thing takes place pretty much at night, but the whole building lit up and on fire is quite a stunning sight. Um, they're acing the whole The Rock, who manages to be completely guileless in roles like this, and I think he does a very good job here. He's a, he's a kind of broken man. Um, he's sort of still haunted by causing the deaths and disfigurement of his men uh, and what's happened to him and, and struggling to make it in the world. And um, you know what? I've just realised how similar lots of these elements are to the Equaliser 2 as well. Um, and he's really he, he's great in roles like this, but he's been used badly in a couple recently or at least he's not been used to his potential, but I thought that he actually held the movie together well. It immediately gets criticism for not being up there with Die Hard, and he's not Bruce Willis, but he's, uh, with the current crop, he's actually pretty decent. He's versatile, and he does comedy well, and he, and he does this kind of drama well. This is a ten times better film than that horrible Earthquake one, and his character's much better than the Earthquake one as well, which came out a few years ago, and that was dire. Um, but he's got a bit more sort of um, depth to his character this time around, and he holds the movie together well. Um, it's paced well. It's not got anything to it at all, but in a disaster movie like this, it's actually relatively refreshing not to have a big palette to, to shoe in lots of things. I've mentioned in a couple of recent films, their smallness has been their bonus in the face of all these Marvel films and DC films where there's hundreds of characters we already know who've already got storylines happening, who involve outside characters all the time. This is all hermetically sealed and, and done really well. I didn't, I didn't understand the criticism of this film. It's not great, but it's actually it does exactly what it says on tin. It's very enjoyable to watch. Um, the villain, yeah, you can't compare. The villains are very anonymous in this film. Um, and compared to Alan Rickman, yeah, it's just another world. Um, and I guess the wife isn't quite up there with the wife's character in Die Hard and the whole premise and everything. And there's nothing iconic about it, but it looks pretty. It's entertaining. It's fast moving. Um, it's got very strong action sequences, some really quite stunning ones. And it doesn't outstay its welcome on any level, really. Um, I, like I said, I did finish the movie slightly wondering what the story was. <laughs> and I looked it up on Wikipedia and I was like, oh, okay. It seems a bit convoluted. And then the second thing I thought was, geez, I think their reactions here were a little bit extreme to get a hard drive back, which is essentially what they're doing. You think, I think there might be easier ways to do that than actually burn down the world's biggest building to get at someone. So anyway, I thought Skyscraper was a good laugh, good fun, undemanding, and um, not annoying in any way, which is good. And good to see Neve back. So I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 because it was enjoyable and I like watching it. 7 out of 10 for Skyscraper.